Hi, I'm Rami. And I'm Shannon. And this is Workplace Hugs, where we talk about interesting things we've read, learned, or experienced to help all of us expand our life toolkit with a whole bunch of empathy, but without a whole new degree. Rami, what are we talking about this week? Uh, a company is not a family. And I think that is a very uh, easily understood statement, but one that needs to be heard and reminded to everybody who works in a company, no matter how big or, uh, and especially to you people in small companies, because I have been there. I've been in small companies. I was in a company that had two people. I was in a company that had like seven or eight people. I was in a company that had like, like 50. I've been in a company that has 300 people. And I've been in a company that has, I don't know how many target has thousands upon thousands yeah tens of thousands tens of thousands yeah at least maybe hundreds of thousands maybe honestly uh but especially you guys in those little companies your company is not your family and a company is not a family so i'm gonna read through this big thing uh and then shannon i've got a question or two for you and then we're gonna keep this one nice and lean because the big thing here is that Company's not a family, everybody. So I saw this LinkedIn uh, post that I think somebody else liked. It's always fun to see, like, who likes things on LinkedIn. Um, Yeah. And, like... My nephew and I were talking about that the other day. And how... My nephew, who's five years older than me. (laughs) Oh, because your siblings are much older than you. You're the little one. So that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like my dad... Anyways, continue. Sorry. My dad has a nephew that's older than his youngest brother, which is you. That's exactly it. Um, anyways, I saw this. So you saw this post on LinkedIn. Yeah, from someone named Hannah Larson. And it talks, um, she just basically quotes Netflix. So Netflix refers to themselves as a professional sports team and not a family. So this is the quote from Netflix. We model ourselves on being a professional sports team, not a family. A family is about unconditional love. A dream team is about pushing yourself to be the best possible teammate, caring intensely about your team, and knowing you may not be on that team forever. Dream teams are about performance, Mm. not seniority or tenure. It's up to the manager to ensure that every player is amazing at their position, plays effectively with others, and is given new opportunities to develop. That's how we keep winning the championship, which for Netflix is entertaining the world. And unlike a sports team, as Netflix grows, the number of players also grow. We work to foster players from development leagues so they can become the stars of tomorrow. How do you feel about that, Shannon? Uh, me now loves it. Me when I was in my mid twenties would have like hated this. Why? Uh, when I was in my mid twenties, like when I was early on in my career, I think I really wanted, because I was so obsessed with work, I wanted work to be my everything, including my family, you know? And so like, I was like constantly trying to get that like I remember this is embarrassing to me now but I remember talking to it was one of our mutual bosses I think we had two I'm not sure and being like I feel like I don't know anything about you like I don't know anything about you like outside of work 
And he like randomly sent me a picture of his kid after that status. And it was just awkward. It was just weird, you know? And I look back now and I I think I have more maturity to say like, and it's okay. Mm -hmm. You know, like I don't need to know everything about everyone outside of work. But for whatever reason in my 20s, I really thought that that's what a team was at work. It was just naive, you know? And now I understand that it's not that way. And that's and that it's okay that it's not yes. that way. It's funny that you find that over time you are more comfortable with that. But do you think it's because you've expanded your groupings? Like if you're at work as much as you were. I think it's more about. Were, like you want to connect, I think, more and deeper because you're like stuck with those people and you like want to then go to happy hour with them and like do all the things. They were my only That's people. Yeah. Because I was like addicted to work. Yeah. I wanted to live, eat, breathe it, sleep it all the time, you know? So I, I definitely think my work addiction played into it, but also, and like having more connections now keeps me more balanced for sure. Um, but where this quote is also stirring some thought in me is families who also have businesses, <laughs> which is my experience. Mm. And I have been. Oh, I was getting nervous because I never know what which one of my siblings listened to this podcast, you guys. Hi. Uh, but hi, siblings. Um, but I, I have had a thought recently because we we have businesses together now, you know, just by the nature of our parents handing them down to us, so to speak. And a thing that I'll say to myself sometimes is like, I want to make sure that these are people that I want to be business partners with, mm-hmm. you know, like. Because it is, we are in business together, not by choice, so to yep. speak, in the sense of like, it, we just are now. But how can we create a relationship, which maybe is me going back to how I behaved in my 20s. I don't know, people. How can we create a relationship where it's like, oh, that's someone that I want to be business partners with, you know? Does that make any sense? Like, it's almost like in reverse. Like, when your family, uh, I don't want to be business I'm just going to say it. I don't want to be business partners with everybody that's in my family. Like there are people that are more responsible than not and whatnot. It's just different characteristics. And different skill sets. Skill sets, characteristics, um, values even. You would think that one whole family would have all the same values. No one would think that, Shane. Come on. (laughs) We just don't. Okay. What do you think about this quote? I think it's a good reminder that you are only as valuable as you to the company as they have a need for you. So my thinking here is like, oh, what if you're really good at um, uh, like a 20-foot jump shot, right? I'm thinking basketball here. Like you're really good Mm -hmm. at that. And the team says, you know what? We're not doing that anymore. We're only going to shoot threes or like pound the glass. And so we don't need you. Like you and your skill set, not worth it to us. Yeah. And you may be giving up everything in your life to become the best at that 20 foot jump shot. But if they don't value that or they, they change their mind about their value for that thing, they may not need you and they'll just toss you aside because you're no longer part of that team. Right. A family isn't just going to say, Hey sibling, we've outgrown you and don't need you anymore. Um, Yeah, man, that just like hurts just to hear. But I love that distinction that you just made. And I was thinking, damn, if somebody would have articulated things to me that way when I got laid off, I think I would have taken it a lot better. 
you know, like, how do you separate out the person from the skill set? Or, but even in the sense of like, and then don't judge yourself for the skill set that you have and that they don't need it anymore. Like, it doesn't mean you are invaluable. It just means that they are choosing to move in a different strategic direction. And that's okay. Exactly. But I think the thing that makes it okay is understanding that before you get laid off. Because I think once you get laid off, yeah. you can't unwind you it. it. about that. Um, yeah. <clears throat> so that's why I say I think it's a good reminder to everybody that like, you are only as needed as your skill set is needed at your work. But also, like, if you work in a small company, you know that the work that you do is very vital and important to the success of the organization. But you also need to understand that they aren't your family. And you deciding not to take a vacation or deciding to like work all those extra hours, it may not pay off at all. Like there may not be a benefit to you. You're just giving the company free labor and like not taking advantage of your um, benefits. And honestly, in smaller companies, you don't have a lot of benefits. So if they offer you unlimited time off, like you need to use what is reasonable for unlimited time off, right? Like, it's almost like, okay, if you've worked at a company for less than, if you've worked at all for less than like three years, you're probably at like two, three weeks of time off. As you start to creep yeah. up to five years, you should be at like four weeks off. As you creep up to 10 years, you should be at five or six weeks off. Like you need to make sure that that's what you're you're scoring your year against and saying like, did I get my benefits this year? Did I put money into my 401k? Did I use all the vacation, even though it's unlimited? Did I use the right amount of days this year? Right. Like I tell my employees all the time, the one benefit that you have that no one takes advantage of is their time off. Like you guys need to take more time off because I can't offer you anything else. Like I can't offer you more money. I can't offer you any other benefits, but that's what our company says. And I trust you guys to do your work. Take your time off because in five years, you're going to say, I really wish I would have taken more time off. But it's not And when you leave. It's not like they pay you your unlimited time off. They just say, all right, well, don't let the door hit you on the way out because we're not going to pay you any more money. Yeah. Okay. This is really inspiring to me, Rami. I'm really glad that you did an episode on this. And it's making me want to have a heart to heart with anyone who is listening to this and is living in rejection of this quote. If anyone out there is like, no, 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 but like I want my work to be my family too. I say this with a lot of love, but you need to freaking investigate that thought. Because I would venture to guess that you are suffering from some amount of work addiction if you are thinking that thought. And I can say that because that was me. And you need to invite yourself to get a life outside of work. That sounds really harsh, but I'm saying that with a lot of love. If there's any part of you that is living in rejection to this idea and is really trying to create a workplace culture where you're all a family... I really want to encourage you to look at that and ask yourself, where else might I be investing my precious time and resources? Because you are a precious resource. And if you want to put it all into this camp and make your coworkers your family, something, something's off there. So let me... Something's off there. I'm going to say let it. Me, let me ask you the flip <laughs> side of that, though. What if you were on a dream team and you know it's like a yeah. brief period of time and you guys are... Mm-hmm fully invested like i think of um your daughter right like at some point if she continues to do dance 
there's going to be a point where yeah. she like either is part of a small group or something yeah. and they're going to be like meeting all the time. They're going to be doing all their homework together. Yeah. They're going to be traveling together. Like they're going to be a dream team for a period of time. Yeah. So what's your question about that? Like what's the what's the problem in that or is that a yes. problem? Uh Well, it's interesting that you bring up Talia and Dance because we call literally I have a post-it on my wall over there our we call it our Dominion family. She dances at a studio called Dominion Dance. And we call it our Dominion family and you're making me think, "Oh, maybe I need to be careful about that." Um because we experienced like a fracture in the team this year. It was deliberate, like where the team was divided into two separate teams. And yeah. So I guess going back to your question, is that problematic? Yes. I think even that is problematic because uh, I'm wanting to be careful here. I think like, yes, give your heart away to some extent, like don't hold back, you know, like love people, love on people. And also don't do it at the expense of yourself or at the expense of your well-being. Maybe that's the line to draw here. Of course, like I want to be giving and loving to the Dominion family. And also if it's coming to be at a point where I'm no longer contributing to my actual family or to my clients or to Robbie and workplace hugs or whatever. It's like, Oh, maybe I need to look at that. Maybe too much of my identity is wrapped up in this particular quote unquote team that I'm on. I will say, and I really respect professional athletes who leave teams. Like there's a goalie, Flurry, Mark I think it's his Andre name. He's, yeah, yes, yeah, and he's he was he was on the Blues for a while. I think he was wild. He was Las Vegas for a while. Like he's had to move around, you know, and like he rolled with it. He didn't. He appeared to not make it mean anything about him that he had to jump around a little bit towards what I would say is the end of his career. Oh, I thought you were going to say the thing about him getting fined. No, I don't even know about that. Anyways, you were going to say something else. That we were late for recording because you had to go get rhinestones. Oh, I was late for recording. And I had big feelings about that this morning <laughs> because I had to inconvenience. So maybe I am too dedicated to my dance family, you guys. Because I had to inconvenience Rami and my husband to go get rhinestones for this costume. Mm, I'm going to look at that. Good what call, I will Rami. say, though, is like, I think those dream teams are really, really important moments. And I think you form very deep lasting relationships in those moments. So I, as much as I'm saying, don't let the company take advantage of you also take advantage of those moments when you know you're on a dream team and you and those people are really meshing because those are relationships yeah. that you are going to develop and that you are going to keep over time. So I think yeah. back to like those early years and maybe Shannon, you and I are both addicted to work in those early years, but I also made some of my best friends in those years. And so yeah, it may be that like you have less personal yeah. uh, obligations in those times just because that's where you are in your life, right? Like you and I couldn't be that committed mm. to something now because we have a family. There are children involved. There are spouses yes. involved. Like, 
we can't be yeah. committed at that same level. But I think when you have the time and the ability to commit at that level, then I think it's a very uh, rewarding thing as long as you aren't letting the company take advantage of you. So that's where I say, like, mm. if you're in that position right now and you're like, oh, my team is the best. I love working. It's great. I say, OK, cool. Just make sure the company isn't taking advantage of you and make sure that you're setting up those relationships to be long lasting. And that's the thing that you get out of this experience, because if you make one lifelong friend out of that, I say that's a win. Yeah. Well said. Great points. All right. Nothing to add. You said it. Uh Tell us what you guys think about this quote. Connect with us on Instagram, on LinkedIn. Tell us what you guys think. Do you guys think a company is a family? Or do you agree that it is not a family? Um, yeah, let us know your thoughts. Uh, and with that, I've been Rami. And I've been Shannon. And this has been Workplace Hugs. Workplace Hugs.